0: Yes, we always have a struggle here. Just when I think we're getting a little bit ahead of the game, uh, the furnace will break, or this happens, or we had a sewer problem. Cost quite a bit of money to have that dug up and repaired. Dempster Merrick said the gallery was to be kept open free to the public for them to enjoy the art. But back then, I don't think he realized that the money that he left in the trust was an enormous amount, but over the years, it's dwindled and dwindled and dwindled. So we do tell people, no, we do not charge, but you can always leave a donation in the box.
1: You are listening to the Genesis Collective's Creatives Podcast, Welcome back to the creative... I screwed that up, Michelle. (laughs) Welcome back to the Genesis Collective Creatives podcast, Beaver County's first and only podcast supporting local artists celebrating art and building community through creativity. Now, on the podcast, we feature public art, news, and events, and we talk about art and arts culture here in Beaver County with local artists. Today, we are here on location at the Merrick Art Gallery in New Brighton, Pennsylvania, which is... More than just a fine arts gallery, it's also a museum and library. The Merrick also features special art exhibits and invitational showings and holds art classes and workshops, many in association with Beaver Valley Artists, the oldest association of fine arts in the county. And let me just share with you some official information about the Merrick. It was founded by the celebrated New Brighton industrialist Edward Dempster Merrick. The Merrick is home to a stunning collection of French, German, English, and American paintings from the 18th and 19th century. The collection features examples of romantic, realistic, and impressionistic art by prominent American and European artists, including Proudhon, Courbet, Winterhalter, Sully, and Courant. Most prominent is a collection of Hudson River School paintings. The Merrick also hosts a piano once played by legendary composer Stephen Foster. Do you ever get up there and play it, Michelle? No,
0: I don't. <laughs> I wish I could.
1: Uh, and other collections include a complement of contemporary art, 19th century library, and a rock and mineral collection. Oh, that's very interesting. And the Merrick Gallery is also listed on the National Register of Historic Places. And there's so much more happening at the Merrick. So be sure to check out its website at merrickartgallery.org. And they also have a Facebook page. And today on the show, we have the director of the gallery, Michelle Long. Hey, welcome, Michelle. Thank you. Well, here we are back at the Merrick. It's such a beautiful place, especially this time of year. You guys have done a great job making this just lovely for Christmas, all the decorations. Yeah. So what's going on here
0: at the Merrick? Well, we just finished the Women's Council's Tea on Sunday. We had 80 guests with 10 different table settings. Wow. And it was beautiful. The ladies did a great job. The food was top quality. So, you know, that's our last, pretty much our last event for the year. Now we all take a breather <laughs> take <laughs> for a, breather. a couple
1: months. Yeah. But you're still going to be open to the public? Yes. This is remarkable. This is free to the public.
0: That's correct. And yeah, We were talking about this a little bit earlier, and that's by design, right? Yes, it is. In the will and in the agreement with the, when the trust was set up, Dempster Merrick said, The gallery was to be kept open, free to the public, for them to enjoy the art. That's very philanthropic
1: and kind-hearted.
0: Yes. Certainly. Yes. But, you know, back then, I don't think he really realized that the money that he left in the trust was an enormous amount. But over the years, it's dwindled and dwindled and dwindled. So we do tell people, no, we do not charge, but you can always leave a donation in the box.
1: Right. Strongly suggest.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. You are more than welcome to leave a few yes, dollars. In- <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, we live in a real world. Right. And it, there is a wonderful trust, obviously. and um, But yeah, things don't last forever. Mm. And it's always a struggle to keep places like this open. And, you know, to be real about it, things like art galleries and museums, they're not always supported the way they should
0: be. That's correct. Yes, we, all, we always have a struggle here. Um, just when I think we're mm, getting a little bit ahead of the game, uh, the furnace will break, or this happens, or just like which happened last year, or this year, we had a sewer problem. Cost, you know, quite a bit of money to have that dug up and repaired. But in the meantime, we find a tunnel. So now we're trying to get funding for the tunnel. In fact, we're gonna start a campaign here at the beginning of the year, you help us by the foot. And we have it down pretty much that it's gonna be, it'll cost $800 per foot to finish and do what we want with that tunnel.
1: Oh, celebrating the connection to the Underground Railroad through New Brighton here, which is very significant.
0: Yes, it is. Yeah, And New Brighton is filled with the, you know, the history of the Underground Railroad, which is really great. And the building here itself
1: was a railroad depot at yeah, one time. Yeah, just
0: one part of it. Just very little bit of the front part of this building that we're sitting in. And then Dempster added on all the rest. Second floors matched, and he built the second building to match the building that we're in. Bought a church that was in our garden. In fact, the Underground Railroad Tunnel Go straight into the church's basement he bought that church also to store his paintings and then um it was torn down in 1920s because i'm sure it was probably falling apart but yeah so he had quite a bit of area to fill with not only his paintings but the paintings that he purchased So, in the earliest
1: days, uh, this was a gallery. Mm -hmm. Dempster Merrick meant this to be a gallery for the works of art that I described in the introduction. But certainly today, you do so much
0: more. You have weddings here. Yes. You have social events here. Yes, we have a room that we use and the garden that we also used for rentals for any kind of event you could imagine.
1: So, even if you choose to have your wedding here or your social event, you, you know, rent uh, some space here you're really still supporting the mission of
0: the Merrick Gallery. That's correct. That's one way we do, you know, get some funding. Yeah, yeah,
1: which is so important because this is probably the most significant collection of fine art outside of Pittsburgh. Is Actually,
0: yes. I've actually had people come in and say that our collection is even nicer. I don't know. I, I'm not an art expert, but I do know what we have here. And the value of the paintings that are here. And they're unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Hopefully I'll get a chance to sort of walk around while I'm doing the podcasting today and tomorrow. Because I always see something new that I haven't seen before. And it's such a joy to sort of experience these paintings the way they were originally meant to be experienced in that salon style. Sort of stacked vertically up yes. on the walls. and yes. uh, That
0: is quite
1: significant. It,
0: it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you
1: don't see that in many galleries. No.
0: No. And that's what Dempster was after is that look, you know. And then mo- most of the frames, most every single one of the paintings, the frames, we have frames that are worth more than some of the paintings. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. around the frames, there's also a box that people would consider a shipping box. It was not a shipping box. Dempster built that box to protect the frame. Oh. Because he also knew how valuable someday the frames would be. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so it, it's pretty neat to know that, you know, he he had the forethought to think ahead, you know, for protection's sake. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, do you get visitors from all over the world? We do. We do. Um, we have a sign-in sheet, and that's what's fun. We keep track of everybody's zip codes, or if they're from the out of the country, they, you know— put where they're from and we have had people in fact 2 weeks ago we had somebody from Australia here. Oh. Yeah, so it was pretty neat. Yeah. 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 Now how does someone from Australia find
1: Merrick Art Gallery?
0: If they're interested in art, they can, you know, probably see it on on googling it because we are high up on the Google list. You know, or, or from word of mouth, maybe somebody they knew, maybe a relative that lives around here they could have been visiting. I'm not sure. But when I was kind of stunned when they said they were from Australia. And they you know, they just raved about the building. I mean, they raved about the paintings in the building and the way everything was laid out. So it was quite a compliment. Well, your website is very nice. It and is. I have a young girl that does it. I'm not going to take the credit. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been working on that over the past couple
1: of years, yes. revising that. And yes. I think it really represents the space here well. But there's nothing like coming in here this building, especially when you get to the second floor in the grand room, my goodness! And you see all those paintings on the wall, and the,
0: there's there's a lots of gold. <laughs> It'll take your breath away. In fact, yeah. I've been here almost going on five years. Every time I go upstairs, I see something I didn't see the day before. Yeah. So it, you know, it's it's kind of funny. You'd think I'd know every single painting by name. I don't. Yeah. But you know, every time I look at a painting, it blows my mind or i'll stand there and just look at them and look at the detail and think oh my goodness you know this was a billion years ago that they did this and wow yeah i mean some look like photography is what they look like that's how great they are yeah there's such
1: a wide range of of Art styles that yes. you have represented, mm-hmm. from the classical to impressionistic, mm-hmm. and, um, and and that is a, a real treat to, just to go down the line and look at the different styles and the different subject matter, and and I think everybody who comes here at least more than once ends up with a favorite painting. They right? do. You know, mine is the one where the little girl washes up on a oh beach.
0: no shipwreck. shipwreck. No 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 no. <laughs> That's my worst. <laughs> That's my worst. It is tragic. It is. I yeah. just, I, I just don't like that painting. It makes <laughs> me feel sad. <laughs> yeah, but boy, it makes
1: you think, though. It does. Right? It makes you ponder. Yeah. Ponder what that scene must have been like for those
0: two fishermen
1: yeah. standing there.
0: But there are lots of other joyous. I know. <laughs> wonderful portraits of people i have a lady tell me every time she comes here for an event somebody manages to set her at a table right in front of that painting oh, and she hates it <laughs> i said i don't blame you
1: <laughs> oh that's interesting now let me ask you something so uh the salon style of displaying artwork which is this vertical stacking on a wall You've got some of those paintings up there that uh, if you have eyes like, you know, I'm wearing glasses, it's it's hard for me to see up in there. Is that something you ever considered, like, um, how to deal? I don't know. How
0: do you deal with that? We've talked about it. We've discussed it quite a bit. I would love to have some of them moved out. We would love to move them around to be able to see, like you say, the smaller paintings that are up on the top. You can't see. You can't appreciate our goal is to do that, but it takes a lot of manpower, and manpower costs money, and money is tight. In fact, I mean, as much as I love this gallery, I, I do call it the money pit. <laughs> as a joke because it just it, it's so expensive to run and operate and to get people in here to do that. I've had paintings falling off the wall, and luckily, I have a very dear friend who is very, very talented. And she has done a beautiful job of restoring paintings that have been damaged here. And luckily, she comes cheap. <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell her, though. But she's very good. She saved uh, two paintings that I absolutely was heart sick over. when they broke, they fell.
1: Well, I guess that's just part of the gallery business is that sometimes things get damaged. um, They age over time. And there's just a constant attention given to keeping things looking presentable.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I have been blessed to be able to have someone be able to do what she does for us. And hopefully she enjoys it. But, I mean, I think she does because she does. You can see it in her work the time that she spends so you know we're lucky there i'm lucky because i have a husband who is very talented as far as maintenance and building and doing things so he also works here for peanuts (laughs) so you know we've tried to improve the gallery keep up with the artwork and you know everything that it needs to be on a tight budget but we're doing it
1: right which once again For this to be here, for the public to experience, to enjoy, to appreciate, and this truly is an art experience like anywhere else in the county, it does take patronage,
0: it does take support to keep that going. And the more support we can get, the better we are enabling us to continue to keep our air filters running to keep the, you know, the, the, the paintings safe. That's my biggest thing, is to keep the paintings safe. You know, keep the air quality the right... Because I was told that there was no heat or electric in here until 1960. Wow. So you can imagine the coal dirt, the dirt that we still find. Yeah. And that's why the cost has gone up, too, because we've had to get gas and electric and... So on and so forth, but my focus is now is to try to keep the paintings safe. Mm-hmm. So you know, because some of them are two, almost 200 years old and priceless and priceless, Ab- absolutely priceless. Yeah. yeah. And and you know, what good is an, an old painting
1: if it's ruined? Right. right. It's just an old piece of paper, I guess, right. or canvas. Right, Yeah. So it takes a lot to restore them when they yeah. get damaged, to to keep the climate. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, I always say this is such a nice place in the summer. It <laughs> sure it's, is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the coolest place around. It sure is. I don't want the oils melting <laughs> off the
0: walls. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Do you get a lot of kids who come here? Yeah, we do. We, we just had a tour with um, New Brighton. They brought their whole fourth grade class down. And they were absolutely the best behaved children. I think there were 72 of them. Wow. And they were so good. And so they were so much fun. And when we do tours like with children, I bring it down to their understanding level. You know, I don't talk like I normally would. I bring it down to them. Sure. And they love it. I mean, because I'll tell them little stories, of a little story about this painting, or maybe a spooky little story that happens. And in fact, I was so impressed with them. I wrote to the school superintendent. And told them how well the kids were behaved, and they were so adorable that they actually um, gathered money up between all of them and gave me a big brown envelope. And there were $72 in oh, there, and I was impressed. Oh, I was impressed. <laughs> it was really cute. Yeah. But the big hit for the day was we have a statue of Apollo Belvedere upstairs, and all he has is a leaf, of course. <laughs> and the kids thought his butt was really cute. <laughs> yeah, that was the hit for the day. <laughs> Well, if you can monetize that
1: little rear end up there. Oh, uh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, these memories will last a lifetime for those kids. They will always remember. Whenever they drive past here, they will see this and go, I remember going in there. Hopefully, they'll come back in. Right, more and more uh, as adults and so forth. Right. And, uh, because that's important. To right. People that's what come. I tell
0: them. Become a member. Become a Become member. member. Yeah, talk about that a little bit, being a well, member. Well, we have a membership here. We have a newsletter that goes out four times a year, tells you of all the upcoming events, things that are happening here, what we're doing, so that the members know that their donations or their memberships are being put to good use. Like, if we're having an event, they get a postcard in the mail telling them about the event before it's even advertised to the general public. So, you know, there's benefits, and then you also get a discount on a rental. Mm. So, you know, that's pretty good. Yeah, Really, it is. So we have different levels of memberships, but that is one one of our ways that we're able to make a little bit of money to get us through.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and of course, it goes back to... Every rental, the memberships, all that factors into keeping this, keeping the doors open, of course, but keeping the art safe, secure, for future generations to enjoy. Right. Yeah. Right. Because this is this truly is a gem. I, I call it a gem. It is Beaver County, and and I think everybody who comes here agrees. The astonishment, right? I mean, they. Oh my! They're goodness, amazed. This is, yeah. They're amazed. I mean, that just proves how much of a gem this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to thank you so much for. Coming on the podcast, talking about the space here. We are happy to help bring people and share the word about America. Yeah.
0: Taste of history. That's what I call it. A taste of history.
1: To express ourselves, we have to know ourselves. What do you love? And if you get close to what you love, who you are is revealed to you and it expands, you start to see how connected we all are. It's so beautiful. In singing our song, in telling our story, in inviting you to say, hey, listen to me and I'll listen to you, we're starting a dialogue and we come out of our corners and we start to witness each other's common humanity. We start to assert it and when we do that, Really good things happen. You have to express yourself. It's actually super easy. You just have to follow your love. There's no path till you walk it.
0: listening to the Genesis Collective's Creatives Podcast.